To me, it was very moving. I never have been taken back by an award like I have this one because of, maybe just because of all the great people, love the people. And I, I was there 50 years ago when I was playing at OU, and for them to think about me and, and to love me and want to do this for me at this time of my life, it was, it was truly, it's been truly amazing. Everybody must understand, Dewey Selman is old school. I grew up with a horse and a mule and a plow on a farm, and all this new age technology and stuff kind of escapes me still, but when I see the all the names of people, I mean, thousands of names, I couldn't believe it, who were sending things out on Facebook, congratulations, I said, I cannot believe this. So it is truly neat the way things work these days, and it's truly nice. You say America has changed, but say America... There's so much love still yet inside this country that people have. And you say it's a sport called football, but it's bigger than that. It's a sport called love of people for each other. And, it's, and it goes off the football field. It goes back to people who you live with around here in the state of Oklahoma and the people you know across the whole U.S. So There's Dewey Salmon was on the T-Row in the morning show with the guys today and the interview went just like you would yeah. imagine right <laughs> extremely just humble humble um one of the best people you could ever come across just really really cool um awesome hall of fame inductee an amazing class that's that's going in this year as they always are well deserved um very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I'm extremely humble. I, I don't think we found that out today, but just further proof of what kind of individual Dewey Selman is. And it's cool for humble people like that to have not just one day, but several days. And maybe it makes him uncomfortable getting all the attention. I don't know. But he's going to get all the attention from Sooner Nation for a few days, especially on the day that he's officially inducted in the Hall of Fame in Atlanta. That's, that's going to be sweet. Isn't Happy it for him. crazy the – just think, it, it wasn't that long ago. In the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that long ago that Dewey Selman was playing football at the University of Oklahoma. And you heard him right there. Simple man, grew up with a, a – what do you say, a mule and a plow. Yep, on the farm. It's just – it's crazy – how dramatically things have changed in just a very short amount of time. But um, just you can't say enough about the guy. I, um, I'm i curious to see how, how that – how the celebration goes, like where they're going to – I mean, I know it's out in Vegas, right? That's where they have kind of the – Yeah, the, the Hall of Fame is in Atlanta, but they did have Roy's out in Vegas, correct? Yeah, so right. maybe out there. And I think they had... Or is that just an OU event that was in Vegas? Well, there was just an OU event, but I think ESPN had, or maybe the, the College Football Hall of Fame had another event out there as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to go down, but hopefully we will, and not hopefully, we will... I'm sure, find out how all that's going to be done. I'm just trying to count up, because um, I, I shared the list earlier, of eligible College Football Hall of Fame eligible players from the Stoops era. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list the ones that I think are just a slam dunk. Definitely going to get in. If, now, you'll, if you'll count these for me, that'd be great. I will. 
Say the criteria again. Have to have played within the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like this was one of Dewey Selman's maybe last chances to get in. Mm-hmm. Major first team All-America recognition. Okay. So what do you think? That has to be a major publication naming you as an All-American, Correct. right? Correct, yes. And the football achievements are considered first, but the, fo- the post-football record is also weighed as well. There you go. So those are the main three. Okay. Josh Heupel, easy. Rocky Kalmus, easy. Roy Williams is already in. Teddy Lehman's in. Tommy Harris is in. Jason White's in. Derek Strait's in. Mark Clayton, Jamal Brown, Adrian Peterson, Dan Cody, Curtis Lofton, Gerald McCoy, Jermaine Gresham, Sam Bradford, Trent Williams, Ryan Broyles, Baker Mayfield. How, how many is, is that? Because I think those are all definites. 18. <laughs> and there's a lot of, like, maybes in there as well. 18? There could be 18 from the Stoops era alone. Yep. Jeez. Do you disagree with any of those, by the way? Some are easier than others. Um, I – no, it's hard to say, but I don't think so, no. No, I don't think I disagree with I mean, those. Any are, of those. those are big time names in college football that right. didn't just win all Americans; they won national awards. I mean, I I think if you win a national award, then you're pretty good bet that you're gonna you're gonna be in the thing at some point. Yeah, maybe fifty or forty years down the way, whatever. But you'll you'll be in at some point. That's crazy. Eighteen, and um, there's a lot of uh, Brandon Everidge. I mean, he'll I'm sure he'll have a case. Yeah, um, Rufus might have a case. Yep. Let's see. Um, Trying to find some others on this list. Duke Robinson was a two-time All-American. I know that's not the first name you think of when you think of right. great offensive linemen, but two-time All-American. Eric Stryker maybe could be on that as well. I, there, there's about six or seven other names on here. Antonio Perkins was great special teams player. We know that. I think he'll be in just because of how long his record. Well, his record, sure. And, yeah. and as an All-American, yeah. So Bob could end up having 20 players from it's, his tenure at OU in the Hall of Fame. Here's what's hard, though. Um, like this class this year, and I'm sure it's the same every year, um, maybe 20 guys, not including like 20 players. There's three coaches going in this year, but um, I think there's probably 20 guys a year that go in. Yeah. A lot of it's, good college football players. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think that in time, it may take, again, 30, 35 years, 40 years for all those names to get in. But I think someday you look up and this, say, dang, Bob Stoops, who's in a Hall of Fame, too, had 20 players during his tenure that, that made it, too. Man. Yeah. This is – this says uh, – 19 first-team All-America players and three standout coaches in the 2024 class were selected from the national ballot of 78 players and nine coaches. Um, from 78 players and nine coaches from the football bowl subdivision and 101 players and 32 coaches from the divisional ranks. So lot of there's a lot of eligible players out there. Yeah, you can't have a Hall of Fame without the Selmans, says the texture in the 405, That's and right. I would agree with that. You asked last hour, would fans rather go to a place that maybe is a little bit on the dump side, but yeah. it has all the history and tradition, mm-hmm. or a stadium that's maybe a little bit nicer? Me, give me all... I, I, I am comfortable sitting in a dump of a stadium. I've done that 
more than once throughout my lifetime. Yeah. That does not bother me sitting in a dump. Give me all the history and tradition that I can ask for. OU Tino says, I went to Notre Dame in 99. It was rainy, cloudy, misty, just like you pictured in the movies, and touchdown Jesus in the background from my nosebleed seats. It was awesome when Brandon Daniels returned the kickoff for a touchdown. Now that's crazy because I remember watching that game, and from what I remember of it, it like when you watched it on television, it looked like it was cold. But that was an early season game, right? Yes, like it was. Second or third game of the year? I think they played Texas the game after. So it was late September, early October. I can't remember if go. they had like a buy in there or, or not. Yeah. Which is crazy. They um, should have pulled that game yeah, off. Yeah, should have won that football game. A few games like that, 99. But guess what they did the following year? Dad Gummit, they won every single one of them. There you go. Found a way to win. Uh, I love Nike-backed Autzen Stadium, says a texter in the 405. <laughs> Kenny from the 405 says historical stadium. 405 says, I want to go to Army. So do the rest of us. Yeah. want to go to Army as that, well. That one looks so cool right there on the river. What was that one called? Mikey, Mikey stadium. stadium. yeah. Cherokee Center, I'd love to go to Seattle. The view, sailgating, and Seattle rain would make for a fun game. Yeah. 918, I'd rather see OU play at West Point than any other place. Tulsa Boomer says, I've been to Notre Dame, Air Force, and Jerry's World. Give me the historical every day. Jeff from OKC, history and traditions over new and shiny. 918, the Fenway Bowl has a historic stadium. Yes, I'm a Sox fan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, correct. Listen to this. So, in 99, it was uh, the University of Oklahoma's fourth game of the season. They were 3-0 and going in, put up big numbers against Indiana State, Baylor, and Louisville. Um, so it was the fourth game, and it was October 2nd. They didn't kick off until September 11th against Indiana State. That was a long off season. New coach, all, all the excitement, had to wait till September 11th to kick the thing off. I wish it was... Go look at the 1985 season, how long they had to wait to I kick know. the thing off. Like, middle of September, right? Or, or later? And then, like, the first home game that year was, I think, in October <laughs> that season. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that would have been rough. Well, um, an unfortunate storyline now of last night's football game is a Blue Blood has won a more recent national championship than than OU. Mm-hmm. And it's not a fun conversation to have. The eight, I would say the eight programs that are most listed as Blue Bloods, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, USC, OU, Nebraska, and Texas. I would maybe admit a couple of those, mm-hmm. but those are the eight that are most you know commonly used with Blue Bloods. Bama's last title was in 2020. Ohio State's in 2014. Michigan's was last night, USC was in 04, Texas in 05, and then you have OU in 2000, Nebraska in 97, and Notre Dame in 1988. Mm. It stings a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. it is. You know, I, if we continue to, you know, We've won 10 games almost nonstop since the uh, since that national championship in, in 2000. But recently, 
we've started stacking losses against far inferior programs. I for for a while, not all, but most of your losses kind of came to Texas or in playoffs against really good teams, maybe in bowl games against really good teams. We've started to lose more games to inferior opponents. At least that's the way it feels. Um, well, I mean, we just mentioned late last week how many Big 12 teams have scoreboard over you. I know. You know? Last last time we played I in those stadiums. Yeah. So, I, something's got to shake for Oklahoma before – that conversation starts to happen about they're not a blue blood. I mean, I think we're firmly there. We're not a Nebraska who has, you know, for a really long time, totally disappeared off the map. Can't even of, make a bowl game of now. competitive like football. Five six years. Um, now it feels like they're in good hands moving forward. We'll see what comes of it. But I, I we're not anywhere near that level, but. You you better you better get things right, or that conversation is going to be had by some people. It'll at least be brought up. Yeah, you know, and and no one has. I, I mean, maybe someone in the '90s did. I, I don't know, but that that conversation's really probably in the grand scheme of college football history has never really been seriously talked about. OU losing its blue blood card, and I don't think it's a year away from happening. But yeah, man, they they need to go be competitive in the SEC and. Go win their next national championship in the next five to seven, eight years, whatever that is, for sure. Five to seven or eight? I, I'm just trying not to be. <laughs> I'm just. I don't know. I I want the next one bad too. I guess I'm just trying to be somewhat patient, but I'm not patient at all. I I I want it now. Come on. Yeah. Well, we we are in a like we've got new beginnings going on here. We've got. Some new excitement. I think the timing of everything is is actually really good, and we'll see we'll see how things turn out. But you know, I I would say the longer it takes, the more difficult it, it sure. gets. So while you've got some good momentum like we have right now with some new things and new excitement and and all of that, you've got to take advantage of it. You do. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, those eight Blue Bloods I listed, eliminate three from the Blue Blood list, okay, as things sit today. Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, USC, OU, Nebraska, and Texas. Eliminate three of those. Let's cut the Blue Blood list down to five. Notre Dame. Okay. Nebraska. Yep. The University of Southern California. Ooh, buddy. I had Nebraska, Notre Dame, and, and Texas in there, but okay. USC won their last national championship right around the same time. Right around the same time. Texas has at least been back once. USC has not, but I'm not. Texas has been back I do once. think USC They've... has had more of a historical run Previous. Previous than, than Texas Correct. has. That's why I put Texas in over USC. Yeah, USC was... I mean, like on the Mount Rushmore of Blue Bloods, 
until like recently. It's just it. I don't know if Lincoln. If Lincoln can't do it there, can't get anything shaken. Sure doesn't feel like it's going it to. It doesn't feel great right now. Can't win the Big Ten. Um, it, I don't. It, it, it's not going to be easier for him. It's going to continue to get more and more difficult. I mean, you know, it's one of the things that Oklahoma is is starting to fight, not nearly to that level, but no one was none of these kids that are playing in these any of these games were born when Oklahoma won a national championship last. That is that's a difficult thing to get past when you're trying to convince uh players how how great a place is, you True. know? Yeah. So I know they've got other accomplishments uh throughout, but um you know, the Caleb Williams thing is you know, I mean, who knows why how how many Nat or uh, Heisman Trophy winners from this point on are going to be kind of organically grown? Um, you know, he won it his first year out there, and everyone was like behind it and wanted it to happen, and it felt like it was destined before he even made the move to USC. So it's not like he arrived from at USC and then and then won it, right? Baker arrived at Oklahoma and won it. You know, so it's a, it's a little bit different there, but they better get things rolling. USC has at least had the luxury of, all right, if we're down, we can hire a new coach, and there's a path in the Pac-12 to get good again quick. going to be a little bit more difficult in the Big Ten, especially when it's a completely different climate in the months of October, November than what you're used to out in L.A. Well, Have fun, boys. They had the best quarterback in the conference this year at in the in the Pac-12, and I what did, I'm trying to bring up the the standing where they finished middle of the road they were sixth finished sixth so and didn't beat a top 25 team. That's tough when you got the best quarterback in the country. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you. And when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us. Trust and dependability can be hard to find these days. At Wade Electric, they don't just provide a service, they provide reliable expertise built on over 50 years of industry experience to put your concerns at ease. Service changes, LED upgrades, security or ambiance lighting, and backup generators. We listen to our customers and want to help you find the best possible solution for any situation you might have. Go with the name you can trust. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electrical needs. It is the rush on the ref. We'll get to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line momentarily. First, a, a bit of a portal update for you. Uh, OU did get Jake Roberts last night, or at least it was announced last night. I think it happened over the weekend was when the staff found out. But he announced it last night during the game. Jake Roberts, a few years at North Texas, a year at Baylor. 
He had 23 receptions, 231 yards, and a touchdown last year for Baylor. 43 receptions, 541 yards, and three touchdowns in three years at North Texas. Where does Jake Roberts immediately fit at tight end for OU as he has just one season left of eligibility? Well, I think he's um, gives you at, immediately adds depth. Um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about how good of a good of a player he necessarily is. Um, you know, I, I I think he's a guy that'll probably fight for some playing time. Maybe I, I don't envision, and again, I don't know, but I don't envision him being a guy that's going to go out and catch you know forty balls for you. I think <sighs> he's going to be. When's the last OU tied in to do that? Is it, the, is it the Andrews? Andrews kid? Yeah. Um, who caught like 70 balls. But I, I think he'll probably be rotational player, add some depth, um, help out on special teams, maybe be on the field whenever you've got two or three tight end sets. I mean, that's what I envision. Maybe he's way better than that, and I've I've got it low. I just – I don't – I guess I don't know a whole lot about him at this I envision point. the tight end position next year is one that what the starter looks like week one is not – that's not what it's going to look like week ten. And maybe that's best-case scenario. I, I don't know. Maybe for the future it is. But I could see a scenario where you have Jake Roberts starting the season, but maybe by the end, and I think this has to be the hope, you're talking about your true freshman, Devon Mitchell, starting to look like a, a, a real player at that spot. Yeah, I you know, I think the um, I think Bauer Sharp. He's a wild card man. He may be wild the card. wild card at tight end next year. Yeah, because it looks like there's some potential there at, athletically. Yeah, he's got some serious athleticism. He can run. He's explosive. Now it's hard to it's hard to project right whenever you're taking guys from. Um, you know, smaller, smaller programs, but he's the guy to watch. I think, I mean, I think ultimately you would want it to be Mitchell and sharp based on what appears to be their athleticism at the moment. Um, and I, I think I'll kind of be surprised if that's, that's not where it lands, but you know, you've get, you got some experience coming in with Roberts, which helps that group a lot. And, don't sleep on uh, Fanul. He, you know, he started to look a little bit better later in the year. So the dude ha- just hasn't hardly played any football. The more he plays, the more he's he's with this team, the better he's going to get. He could be one of those guys that makes a decent little jump here over the offseason in spring football. DeLance Hurd transferring from LSU, offensive lineman, former five-star. It sounds like it's OU, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. And the way Parker and I kind of broke it down today is, will there be a visit this weekend to Ole Miss? And we talk about recruitments like this all the time. Well, if he makes it on a visit to this place, it normally means that's that's pretty good for that particular school. If he doesn't make it to Norman this weekend, well, that could be pretty telling how this kid feels about OU and what their chances are. I kind of think it's a similar story here. He makes it to Ole Miss this weekend. Well, you got to think that they're the favorite and got the best chance to land him. If he doesn't make it to Ole Miss for whatever reason, then you probably feel good about OU's chances. And you're talking about OU and Tennessee. 
Does yeah. a visit this weekend or this week, whatever, to Ole Miss happen at any points? That's that's really what you're watching for. What's your prediction? <laughs> that he probably visits Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this is truly a, a money situation, and from the get-go, that's what the LSU side has said is, hey, this is a, this is a money grab right here. He, he can get a lot of money. I, I, I would guess that Ole Miss is probably going to be able to offer him quite a bit. Yeah. And that's, that's how they'll go about it. But that's just purely a guess. Yeah, uh, that seems like that's probably right. That's probably right. Um, I don't know. It's something to watch. We'll see where it ends up. But if – I mean, I'm just looking at the the transfer class right now. Um, Jake Roberts, Tarquin, uh, the Woolard kid at, at defensive end, Weiwu from – uh, North Texas. North Texas, Bauer Sharp, Franklin, the back, uh, Burks, Des Malone, and Spencer Brown. I, I, It's solid. It doesn't blow you away, but it has the potential to be really good. I, it's ranked 27th in the 24-7 transfer class. That in no way is, is an exact science, right? Right. But it's just an, an idea of where at least some people think they're at. I mean, here's the thing. The Bauer Sharp tight end was a zero-star out of high school and a four-star transfer portal guy, and I imagine had to be ranked pretty high in the tight end deal. So there's not a whole lot of buzz there with him because there's, there's so much unknown, but there's a lot of potential. I mean, you could end up having uh, – Waywu from North Texas be you know working to be a starter. Bauer Sharp end up being a starter. Burks be a starter. Um, I think Spencer Brown at tackle has a chance to become a starter. I if you end up with four or five starters and then a handful of rotational players, you got to imagine that you got to call that a pretty successful portal. Uh, you know first section, you know, first first entry because we do have the late portal as well. So Text line from the 405, is the tight end the one that is a brother coming also? Well, that's that's the hope. That's the Roberts kid, <laughs> that's, right? That's Nate Roberts, uh, top five tight end for the 2025 class. He was committed to Notre Dame last year, decommitted in August. Feels like that could be an OU-Ohio State battle uh, from down the road in Washington. But he, he is not committed yet. You're, you're just – hoping that that's going to be the case at this point. Right. Sean right. says, I think last night proved yet again defense in a running game win titles. The spread, tempo, and gimmicks get stats. Yep. Yep. Hard, yep. To, hard to argue with that. Camo Sooner says Texas has done less with more their entire history. Yeah. 402 says, does last night give y'all more confidence that OU can build a national title team through the trenches? We're in a much better recruiting area than them. Than Michigan? Yes. We're in a different recruiting area than them. I mean... You can definitely find trench players in the Midwest, for sure. Yeah, it's not just so easy to say that we're in a better recruiting area than them for that position group. I mean, the amount of great offensive linemen and, frankly, defensive linemen as well that come from that area of the country and that... Uh, that conference is really impressive. 
I mean, just go look at the list of Wisconsin offensive linemen from Michigan offensive linemen. I mean, there, it goes on for days. Iowa. You know, they've got really good trench players in that conference. And so. I think it matters, too, that they truly – like, that's the backbone of their program. Yes. That's what they emphasize, man. All like, of that's those their programs. identity. Their their identity – Michigan's identity right now is physical run game. It's in the trenches. So, yeah. you can find really good trench players in the Midwest, but they, they – that's the more important part of it. Yeah. I – my confidence level is is pretty high that we can do that. You know, are we going to be able to pull it off? We'll have to see because, you know, I. One of my frustrations is that for the time being, I still think we're going to be a air quotes finesse offense. And I'm. Not happy about that. I I would prefer we be an offense that has two tight ends on the field almost at all times except for third down. Um I I I think that we would be so much better served if we did exactly what we're talking about, hung our hat on being a line of scrimmage football team. Uh, or even defense, you know, like I think the identity of this program moving forward, I think, is going to be the defense. I, I think the defense will be the better side of the ball next year. I would just um, – I don't like the word finesse there. I don't, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I just don't really like to hear that. I want to run an offense that's that's capable, man. They can hit on big plays, but an offense that can really help out the strength of your football team, which is the defense. And I guess when I hear finesse – that makes me question if that's going to be the case next year or moving forward for as long as that exists. And I, I don't, I, I don't love the idea of having an offense that is going to put your defense in in tough spots on a regular basis. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't love that thought at all. And, and that's been the case for for the past couple of years. Unfortunately, not that the defense was perfect, but there's absolutely times where the offense didn't help them out all that much. Put them well, in a tough spot. In order to be a a line of scrimmage team, I you have to be willing to go there. You have to be willing to play some let's call it what it is, ugly football. Right? It's you're not gonna have offensive player. I I just I just read you uh J.J. McCarthy's statistics from this year. He didn't even throw for 3,000 yards in 15 games. Dylan Gabriel threw for like, I don't know, close to 4,000 high threes in, what, 11 games? Yep. He threw for 3,600 yards in 11 games. I guess uh, 11 and a half, technically, right? 11 and a half. the first half in BYU. So, I... Are you okay with that? It's harder to get quarterbacks when that's the case. I just want to win a title. I don't I care. Whatever that looks like, please. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional... Visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. What caught Teddy's eye brought to you by Yalagosny Law. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at Yalagosny Law. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. That's Yalagosny Law at 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Well, uh, start here. First national championship in a long time for Michigan. J.J. McCarthy, best quarterback they've had there since. I don't know, Tom Brady, um, one of the best running backs in the country, tons of defensive players. Harbaugh gets his national championship there at his alma mater. But the statue from this year's national championship, maybe Connor Stallions. I don't know if you saw it or not, but he was watching the game at a bar there in Houston, and the fans' reaction to him was – was pretty funny bringing him free beers one guy dropped off a whole bucket of beers in nice. front of him he's never gonna have to pay for a beer again never i know he got michigan fired fans. over the deal there at michigan but um everyone understands he was just a fall guy he may be the uh the most famous person from this football team in a couple years good for him yeah pretty funny um now six eight years ago this time of the year was John Gruden time of the year, right? Every NFL job, every college job that came open, you think they're going to hire Gruden? He's uh, He's been MIA for a while. Not anymore, Tyler. Uh, NOLA.com is reporting that the, uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints may be considering Gruden as a uh, possible addition to the New Orleans Saints. Well, they should uh, go ahead and just fire uh, Dennis Allen. Uh What uh, the Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, did was really weak. I thought thought what Dennis Allen did was worse, essentially. Yeah, hey, man, my bad, our our, our bad there. I would have told him to get stuffed there at midfield if he wants to F-bomb me and yell at me about our team scoring late. Which, by the way, you go tell your team, hey, just go kneel it out, and they go in the huddle and like, I know the head coach just said that. You guys want to kneel it out or give it to Jamal Williams for his first touchdown this year. Screw the head coach. Let's just go score. That that kind of tells me quite a bit about how the uh, Saints roster feels about their head coach, you know? No doubt. I have no problem with it. Um, I thought it was kind of funny, actually. And there's nothing better than a grown man throwing a huge fit uh. over – a team scoring a late, meaningless touchdown against them. Yep, right? in, in a game that was already a blowout. Game's a blowout. Game Season doesn't was over matter. Regardless, doesn't matter for either one of them. Forget about it. It's over. Uh, so dumb. Okay. Uh, only other thing I had. It's crazy to think about because for whatever reason he seems like a staple, but Vrabel gone. From Tennessee. Boy, um, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the Titans this year because there wasn't much reason to pay a lot of attention Mm -hmm. to the Titans this year. 
but did he win like NFL Coach of the Year two years ago? Anyway, like most head coach firings this week are, yeah, that's expected, or I could have seen a case for him to come back, but okay, people are pissed about this, man. People are like, the Tennessee Titans are morons. This is not the right way to run an organization. This has been a firing um, that has not been received well by Titans fans or most people around the country either. It's it's almost one of those that um, that firing makes everyone else like reconsider whether or not they're going to fire their coach if sure. they've got a shot at Vrabel. And just for the record, I voted him coach of the year whenever he had the uh, kid behind him in the unitard during the uh, the draft during the COVID year. Nice. That's all I got. Tackett Curtis going to Wisconsin. Big get for the Badges mm. up there and Luke Fickle up north. Yeah. He's going to be a player. Yeah, that was that's a good one. <laughs> but he's going from L.A. to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You can have a good time in Madison, Wisconsin, I've heard, but the uh, weather situation is going to be – tad different for that guy from what i've heard from the kid uh weather doesn't matter location doesn't matter conference doesn't matter nothing matters to him but football total football uh junkie so that that fits right in at wisconsin quinshawn judkins committed to ohio state two minutes after the national championship game last Mm. night i don't know if it was planned that way i'm guessing that it would but here's the thing is yeah we're going to try to steal your thunder that you just won the national championship by a transfer portal running back Can't committee. You hear Ryan Day, Come hey, on. hey, I got an idea. If Michigan wins it, announce it right after. Have everyone talking yeah, about that. Yeah, how did that go over? <laughs> I think people are laughing at him even more that that may have been the plan. Um, I don't know if there's an arrest warrant out, but there needs to be. The NCAA 24 preview. Never happened during the national championship game last night. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I was going to go out and buy a game system, a game console, or a copy of NCAA 24 the day that it comes out, but that's my childhood, dude. Just play that game all the time. I'd at least like to see what it's going to look like after over a decade. Is it really coming out? I thought we were going to find out last night what it looked like, but now all of a sudden I'm doubting if it's even going to be a thing. I sat through halftime. I'm not going to sit through halftime of a game that doesn't involve, or really any game whatsoever. I sat through halftime, the trophy presentation, and it never happened. Man, I so feel someone bad needs for, to yeah. be arrested. <laughs> um, maybe mad. That does remind me. Did you see the Big Ten commercial? Uh, maybe. It doesn't come to mind immediately. It's, it's a national championship, and I guess they allocate a little bit of commercial time to each conference or something. But the Big Ten, with their commercial time, they run the old – you remember the one that looks like a map and – Yes. Yeah. And they go to, like, the different towns and, like, the, the scenery pops up yeah. that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. commercial, which is great, except they didn't – like, it was the old commercial. They, they didn't, didn't have – include the West Coast schools? None of the new teams. I love that. That's great. I, I, I went – like, a photo of uh, – Avocado Toast pulls up in L.A. Yeah. when they announce SC in L.A. <laughs> that would have been sweet. <laughs> That's funny. Rodeo Drive, all the great shopping. Oh, Someone man. getting their nails painted. Probably uh, Skid Row is what yeah. uh, shows up. Uh, okay, last one I have. Remember Mikey Henderson? He used to play football oh, yeah. here. Yeah. He put out a tweet a couple of days ago that he is uh, on the market, he's available, and he's got two years of eligibility remaining. I brought that up during Locked In yesterday, and would you believe it, but there were about four or five texts that said, 
hey, I, I take Mikey Henderson back next year. It's a new coaching staff. Why don't we at least think about it, bringing Mikey Henderson back? The team needs a little edge to it. <laughs> he brings some edge, that's for uh, sure. Really good athlete, great size, great athleticism. Uh, his recruitment is open. Is that what you're telling me? Two years of eligibility is what he has. Love it. Last I, one, uh, Drink oh. is getting $9 million a year at Missouri starting next year. Nine, five years, $46 million. Nine million a year for Drink. Okay. Blue boy. You know who – there's one person that's happier than anyone else in the world over that contract. Sarkeesian. Yeah, he's going to be getting $10 he's gonna, million He's going to be getting year. paid. All right, quick time out. We'll come back, wrap up hour number two next. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. Dove Schools is looking for a math teacher to teach math at secondary school. Candidates must have a bachelor's degree in math or math education and one year of experience as a math teacher at middle or high school level. The job is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If interested in this opportunity, mail your resume to Dove Schools, Inc. For our distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision, patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. Way too early top 25 polls are out. That's what you get the day after the national championship. I, uh, I'm i still interested to see what Vegas has uh, for OU as an over-under next year, win total. Can't find it just yet. The only win total I've found for any team in college football next year, surprise, surprise, Colorado win totals are already out there. Oh, they're trying Six. to get that yeah. easy money. Six is the uh, the over under for uh, for CU next year. Five eight zero. In order to get past losing to teams we shouldn't, as Teddy discussed, I think it comes down to two things. One, defense has got to be better and quit being the highlight reel for weaker quarterbacks. Two, have to get back to road dog warrior mentality. I I I agree with that. We haven't been good on the road, but I mean. In my opinion, the defense played good enough to beat Kansas. The defense played good enough to beat definitely Oklahoma uh, State. Arizona, and the defense played good enough to beat Oklahoma State. Clinton Tulsa. But, I mean, I agree. I, I agree to generally what they're saying there in the text message. Clint says, "I'd love to see a return to the power run game with play action, design pass plays, a la Kevin Wilson." Yeah, well, I would too. There's a lot of things I'd like to see. I'm I'm just I'm not I'm just not that optimistic that we'll see him. Peyton, I'd rather run a Georgia Bama 2016-2018 Clemson offense than Michigan's offense. Huh. Okay, so you want a Georgia Bama 2016 to 2018 or Georgia Bama or a 2016-2018 Clemson offense. I think I got you now. Were those offenses similar? I mean, Clemson and Bama had good quarterback play at that time. Georgia, not so much. Yeah, they're similar. All offenses are pretty much similar. Um, I mean, Michigan's – and Michigan still does some of that stuff. They just do far less of it. They just – they rely heavily, heavily on the, you know, the the heavy run game, traditional power run game um, than, than most of those other teams do. Win the trenches, win the title, says a texture of the 918s. It's a line of scrimmage sport. 
Softball Steve's already looking ahead to tomorrow. Number 9, OU 84, TCU 80. It's at 8 p.m. Hope Sooners are awake. Can't get behind. Need to be quick and mean. Hit the three consistently. Don't get bullied down low. Hey, I'd, I'd say that that is a uh, a pretty good pretty good description. You're hired. Need to have three players for OU at all times wearing the uh, referee stripes because that got TCU beat in Allen Fieldhouse. Maybe you can get him beat again. Huh. Which you finally watched that play yesterday. Yeah, I did. Yeah, KU got away with one, huh? Yeah, well, yes. They always get away with one. It's crap. Total crap, and we all know it. But just what just what happens in the fog. Someone must get like a big envelope of uh, cash there in the uh, referee's dressing room in fog. Was it Snoop Dogg that had the money gun or whatever? That's probably how they get There's it. There's a money gun in there? Probably right. All right. Quick timeout. We'll come back with the final hour next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the Ref Sports Radio Network.